At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to episode 159 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Oh my lord, where my Bengals plus six backers at, guys? What an incredible backdoor cover last night. Uh, that game was, uh, was a tough one to cap. There were conflicting opinions on that one. Uh, obviously got lucky there with the plus six at the end. My guy, Joey Burrow, uh, just like uh, leaving off at an LSU, not winning games, but covering numbers, baby. Absolutely incredible. Um, I'll, I'll talk about this and kind of an overarching conversation about bad beats and backdoor covers and uh, what they mean and how you should handle them because uh, it's kind of the uh, the sacred, um, I don't know, kind of thing in the back of your head. If, if you get crushed by a bad beat, uh, it's brutal. It's a nightmare. It's devastating. If you get an, a thrilling, exhilarating backdoor cover, there's nothing better. So uh, it's part of betting. They're, they're, you know, to me, I always think like, you know, covering with the Bengals plus six uh, last night, I will take that win every single time uh, because I've been crushed with terrible bed beats. And it's all about, you know, I, you know, with betting, you know, I ask you guys this, are you superstitious? I am superstitious. Okay. Not really as so much in life, but in betting, I do believe um, it's probably in reality, it's not true at all. It probably makes no difference whatsoever, but I have superstitions. Um, you know, if I'm, if I'm if I'm sweating a big game, I gotta sit a certain way. I, I knock uh, I knock on the table uh, in front of a big at bat, like my guy Kevin Plowecki. Anyone watch the Sox game yesterday? Kevin Plowecki had about a twelve pitch at bat, 
uh, and then roped a double to give the Sox the lead. Absolutely awesome. But uh, I, I, I crossed my fingers. I knocked the table. I got to sit a certain way. I do all those crazy things. And you can tell me it means nothing. But to me, it makes me feel, be feel better and makes me sweat my game better. So I'll do whatever it takes to win. And guess what? If it won, you can't tell me it didn't work. That's the beauty of it. Uh, I would recommend everyone, if you haven't seen the movie Silver Linings Playbook, uh, it is one of my favorite movies. Uh, not just because of Jennifer Lawrence, but um, my guy, um, oh, man, what's his name? Oh, man, oh, what the hell is his name? Whatever, he was in that movie with Lady Gaga. Uh, I can't believe I see his face, but whatever. Great actor, and it's all about uh, Robert De Niro and, uh, and his son, and they're big Eagles fans, and his dad is insanely superstitious, and he's got to put the remote a certain way, and everyone's got to be the same crew that they were in with the last team, and he's got to wear the same jersey, and, and it's all about the juju. Um, and I, I believe a little bit of that. Call me crazy, but if you've been in this long enough, uh, you know betting is hard, and there are things you do that you think can help you. So if uh, if you do it like me, um, you know, hey, join the crowd. You're not alone. Um, but basically, what I'm getting at with these backdoor covers, and um, you know, we have such a huge podcast today, guys. We got huge MLB day. We have a big NBA game. Uh, my Celtics lost again. Uh, I can't believe it. There's some shouting in the locker room, and they're now down 0-2. But if you did take the points there, I think uh, I, I was going back and forth all day. Celtics money line or heat plus two uh, or plus two and a half. And then the under. So if you got the under, that was nice. Um, but kind of the way, you know, I'm looking at uh, that game last night with the Bengals and the Browns, you know, think of it this way. Number one, um, why did, if you like the, if you like the Browns, why did you like the Browns? You like the Browns because um, they were a, uh, a Monday night or a Thursday night football home favorite. And just take everything else aside. Thursday night, home favorites do well. Um, they're in the high 50%, 58%, close to 60% on this short week. So, okay, I like that. They were a tiny bit contrarian, which that to me, that was what scared me the whole time taking Cincy is that they were getting slightly more than 50% of bets. Um, but Cleveland, again, they were a Thursday night, home favorite does well, a little bit contrarian. Uh, I did see some people say that that line opened at five and a half. I saw one book open five and a half, but I think the whole market was more like six and a half or even seven. So why did I like Cincinnati? I like Cincinnati because they were a road divisional dog with a line move and a low total. And to me, that's that's the kind of thing that uh, I just see value every single time in these division games. Typically, they're a lot closer. I like taking dogs, especially road dogs in division games, especially during uh, the weird pandemic time we live in where there's really no fans or limited fans and the, the home field advantage is, is lessened. Uh, and obviously, um, you know, road dog, since he didn't have to go very far to get to, uh, to get to Cleveland. Um, but long story short, you know, uh, Cleveland, obviously they were in control most of the game. Although I uh, got to give Joe Burrow some credit. I think he's legit. Showed a lot of poise there. Took a lot of hits. Um, give me flashbacks to uh, D David Carr for the Texans when he took a million sacks. So can we beef up his old line a little bit? Um, but the Bengals, um, they trailed 35-23 in the last few minutes there. So the Bengals uh, were losing, and the Browns were covering. They're, they're up by 12, uh, minus 6. Um, and then you saw Joe, Joe Burrow, ridiculous drive down the field, couple flags, some great plays. Uh, 43 seconds left, they score to make it 35-29. Extra point is good. Thank you, Randy Bullock, for not missing and grabbing your hamstring. Uh, and the Browns win, but the Bengals cover, baby. And what is that called? That's called a backdoor cover. Uh, you guys all know this, but I'm um, obviously uh, I'm so thankful we have new listeners to the pod and new betters in all these legal states betting for the first time. A backdoor cover is basically when you have a team that is trailing or losing the entire time, and then they score at the very end to give you the cover. 
So think of it this way, you know, Bengals are down 12. You, I had them plus six. A lot of you guys did too. Uh, they score that last touchdown to lose by five. So awesome backdoor cover. Uh, I, I could feel it. I was getting, uh, I was getting excited. I was like, Joe Burrow, come on, baby, let's do this. Um, but we also got to give condolences to anyone who's on the Browns because that is a, that is a, that is just an awful bad beat. A bad beat is when you're up late in the game and you look like you're going to cover and it look it looks like you're going to win. And then, uh, either your team blows it or the other team makes a play and, uh, and you lose your bet at the very end. So condolences to anyone on the Browns, uh, with that bad beat there. Now, one thing I would mention here is I was, you know, eagle eyed to this, this spread, you know, all week long, all day long. And at the very end, I saw a lot of these books that were minus six. A few of them fell to minus five and a half. To me, that was very, very meaningful. I was, this line was like treading, you know, right on the fence there at six all day. And if it went to six and a half, that's when I got worried about my Bengals bet. Uh, but it really never did. And when it fell to five and a half, I'm like, ooh, okay, okay, this feels good. The late movement's coming my way. I felt good about that. Now, cashed a great, great Bengals play, um, backdoor cover. Didn't get the under, though. Um, they scored 65 points that went way over. Um, and this is, this is another sort of teachable moment. You know, I liked that under all week. I lost my under bet and I liked it because it was 45 down to 43 and a half public was on the over yet. The total fell. I have a system on divisional unders that go under, uh, at a good rate because of the familiarity. And then I also had a windy under system and I was feeling good about all week. And then guess what? About an hour before the game, two hours before the game, that over skyrockets. 43 and a half, all the way up to 44 and a half. Some books even touch 45. I said, Ooh, that is not good. That is not good at all. So, uh, that late money coming in again is predictive. And I think when you saw that late money come in, I'll think of it this way. You know, I took the under 43 and a half line went the other way. I look like an idiot. I lose my bet. I'm not, when I see that number go the other way, you're going to go quickly bet the over. Um, I'm just going to write out my bet. Hope I get lucky. But if you guys have not bet the game yet, and you are you still you haven't made a wager, and you're and you're like you're able to be you know at home getting ready for the game, uh, getting your 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 homemade dinner ready uh, with your significant other, and hanging out with your dog and getting ready, and you have your iPad in front of you, and you see that over rise forty three and a half up to forty four and a half. If you haven't placed a bet on that game, I would get in and bet the over there because you're seeing late money. And the one thing you always got to learn from this pod, guys, if you learn nothing else than being sharp and contrarian and managing your bankroll. Uh, properly and avoiding parlays it's that late moves the last hour the last hour and a half the last 30 minutes are extremely important because that's when limits are raised all across the globe and when the biggest bets come in so again if you didn't bet the total there um and again i had the under i'm not going to you know flip it and then take the over but if you didn't take anything you have no bet on the total and you see it rise then boom take the over late that's not a bad play so again on this pod, it's not just that we're trying to identify sharp plays and help people make money and make smart bets. It's learning from situations that you won from, learning from situations you lost from, learning from situations that maybe you laid off of. So in the future, if you're looking at your odds page and you see a late move like that, boom, you know that's important. So you can uh, kind of keep an eye out for that. But just the overall conversation about bad beats and backdoor covers, here's the way I look at it. They happen. They're part of betting. You're going to have, uh, in this in this crazy racket we call sports betting, sports investing, you're going to have the highest of highs, most exhilarating, come from behind, Bengals plus six covers, ridiculous, you know, ninth inning, uh, come from behind wins, just insane. You know, hockey overtime, you cash, whatever it may be. Uh, you're also going to have the most devastating losses possible. And again, if you took Browns minus five and a half or minus six yesterday, my condolences to you. That is an awful bad beat. I always think it evens out, and I always think that, 
Um, anytime I, I cash a great backdoor cover like that, I know I'm probably going to, you know, it's going to come back to me in a negative way later. Like covering that Bengals um, plus six, it probably means like uh, I'm due for a really bad, you know, bad beat sometime in the future. So it's all, it's all karma and it all comes back to you. But what, but what will come back to you truly, and to me, that's all about luck. Sometimes luck goes your way. Sometimes it doesn't, you know, we break down games based on data, analytics, line movement, betting with your head, not your heart historical systems, everything, put it all together, make the smartest bet you can beat the closing line and try to win. Um, but there is an element of luck in gambling. That's why it's gambling. It's a gamble. You can cap the game perfectly and an unlucky bounce could go against you or for you, whatever it may be. That's part of betting. Um, I wouldn't not bet on sports just because people say it's so unlucky and you never know. No, you can, uh, those, those that happens. Sometimes luck break your way. Sometimes it doesn't, but here's the moral of the story last night, beating the closing line. I wrote about this in the newsletter this morning. Make sure you sign up. It's free to your inbox every day. Uh, and by the way, we've had a couple uh, couple straight New York Met uh, newsletter wins, which is great. And uh, believe it or not, I like the Mets big plus money again tonight. I like the Mets. Um, but with that being said, beating the closing line, that's the moral of the story last night. If you had bet the Browns minus five and a half, you made a good bet. And now you say, Josh, what are you talking about? They lost. Or they won the game, but they didn't cover. No, but you still beat the market if you bet the minus five and a half. On the flip side, if you had bet the Bengals plus six and a half, that was also a good bet. Yeah, they ended up covering, but you beat the closing line. You got a better number than what the market was offering. So think of it this way. Um, luck will break your way. Sometimes it will. Sometimes it won't. There's absolutely nothing you can do about that. However, if you can consistently beat the closing line, what we call CLV, closing line value, that's going to be the true mark of, of being a successful better long term. So again, breaks come your way or they don't, but if you can consistently anticipate the market, have multiple outs, get the best numbers, that's what's going to sustain you. Uh, and really, um, you know, cause I, this is, I wrote about this in my book too. Um, the everything guide to sports betting. I have a thing that's like, you know, say you beat the closing line in 10 straight games, but you go Oh, and 10 in those games. Does that mean you're an awful better? No, it means you had a ridiculously terrible, unlucky streak. And if you then bet a thousand games and you beat the closing line, I can pretty much guarantee you that you're going to be successful. So beat the closing line. That's the long-term uh, long-term learning lesson of last night. Um, but, hey, those Bengals, baby, that plus six, that, that had me fired up. First big backdoor cover of the season. Love it. Uh, resetting the stage, though, guys. Big day today. We're going to talk a lot of baseball. Uh, we have some NBA, Nuggets and Lakers game one. No hockey. Uh, congrats to anyone who did take uh, Tampa last night. I got the under there. I got a nice little plus money under. I ended up taking that. Um, uh, five, I always worry about the under, but, uh, just the way these teams, teams are playing, I got, uh, I think I got plus one ten on the under. So that was nice. Two to one. We now have Tampa and the stars. I think the first game line already came out. That is for, let's see the 21st. That's I think Monday's the first game. It looks like, um, the lightning are minus one sixty favorites plus one forty uh, for Dallas for that early start here, um, in the cup finals. But, um, thank you again for tuning in big, what we call fade the public Friday, uh, F T P F hashtag baby. Um, big day. Can't wait. Big baseball day. We're going to look at some of the games, uh, up upcoming for this weekend. Uh, I want to remind everyone, uh, the weekends are my favorite part of the week, not just because we have all these football, uh, football games to get down on, but, um, also, uh, Lombardi line is, uh, is big both Saturday and Sunday. I want to invite everyone to tune into the Lombardi line, two-hour show, uh, and it's awesome, and it flies by, and it's going to help you with your capping. Michael Lombardi, I tell you what, my guy Michael is sharp as a goddamn tack. 
Um, and it's funny, I met Michael about a year ago. I just hit my uh, one-year anniversary at Vison. Can you believe it, guys? Um, and uh, when I first started, Michael was, like, insanely good at X's and O's. And uh, he didn't know too much about betting. And I can tell you the leaps and bounds that Michael has made in one year are in insane. And I, me and him are like on the same plays all the time. Sometimes we're against each other, but um, I love working with Michael talking games. Um, so join us on the Lombardi line from 10 a.m. Eastern to noon uh, tomorrow and Sunday. And we will uh, we'll break down all these games for college and NFL. Reminder, we also have a big subscription drive going on at VSIN. Um, I really want you guys to become a member. Um, you know, it means so much to me that you listen to the pod or you sign up for the newsletter, vcin.com slash newsletter. But I would love for you to become a paid member. Uh, we want you guys to be members um, because uh, because it means a lot to us as a company. Um, and we uh, we have a great promo going on right now uh, for one year of vcin, $240. You'll get everything we do. Uh, NFL betting guide, college betting guide, every point spread weekly. Um, you also get all our, our exclusive stories and data on vcin.com. And you also get... Um, we've been doing, uh, Drew Dinsick, Dave Tooley, Matt Humans. They're giving their best bet picks for the NFL. I love getting that. I love getting the afternoon best bet email from all the hosts and the guests. So it's all there for you. 240 bucks comes to 20 bucks a month. You got to put the 240 up front, but it's only about 77 cents a day. The price increases Monday. So I only have a couple days left here, guys. So go to vison.com slash subscribe and become a member, please. It would mean the world to me. And tell Bill, uh, tell Bill you love Josh in the pod, and that's what made you sign up. Uh, Bill at Vison.com. He would love that, and so would I. Um, with that being said, also remember, uh, get on Twitter. Twitter is where the betting combo never ends. It's where you can stay tuned to everything in the sports betting world, breaking injuries, um, following everybody at Vison, uh, following different uh, beat reporters from all the different schools and uh, and colleges and teams and. You know, I was waiting for Braden Point to be in or out last night, so I'm glued to Twitter, those sort of things. Um, but really for college football, you got to follow these these school SID or beat reporters. And I'll tell you a little story, guys, because uh, it's, a, it's a fade the public Friday. I know we got a lot to get to, but I'm fired up. Um, I graduated from the University of Vermont in 2009, and there was an opening for SID, Student Information Director. Every school has an SID. Um, I wrote for the hockey team and the school newspaper, the Vermont Cynic. And I applied for a job. Um, I was graduating in 2009. I applied to become the SID of University of Vermont. I was down to the, uh, I think I was down to the final three. It was me and two other people. Um, and I didn't get the job. I was 21. Maybe they thought I was too young. Um, but that kind of changed everything because if I had gotten that job, I would have stayed uh, in Vermont, in Burlington. And I probably would not have gone into sports betting as a career. Instead, I didn't get the job. I moved to Boston with my buddies. Uh, I raised some hell in my early 20s, but got a, a lucky job working at Sports Insights. Learned uh, learned sports betting analytics from the inside out. Got into this racket we call sports betting. So kind of kind of funny how, uh, how everything can change. But I know I went on a tangent there, but I was just thinking about uh, those college newspapers and college football right now, getting that inside, not inside info, but just knowing what's going on where information is critical in this weird time that we're living in. Uh, anyway, I was here and again, I let you guys know a little bit about my past, just so you know who you're listening to. Um, but by the way, go to Burlington, Vermont. It's one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Go in the fall. That's the best. Hang out at Lake Champlain. Go to Church Street. If anyone's been there, it is uh, it is one of my favorite places in the world. And I miss it terribly. I don't miss the winters when it's freezing and you got 20 feet of snow, though. I'll tell you that. Um, but that being said, get on Twitter. Follow at Live. That's the Mothership account. And you can follow me at Josh underscore Insights. That's I-N-S-I-G-H-T-S. And you can always email me 
Email me anytime. Uh, email me josh at vsin.com. So uh, I know we got to get a break in here first. So instead of running through the baseball board, I want to talk a little bit of this NBA game tonight. Um, and then we can do baseball right afterwards. And I want to end it with some talking some uh, NFL games that I'm seeing good line movements on. Uh, by the way, the Philadelphia Eagles are down to a pick, baby. They're coming back, those Eagles. Uh, but tonight, let's start off with some NBA. We got one NBA game. Uh, obviously, talking that game last night, the Celts uh, just imploded. They went from minus two to minus two and a half, and even uh, right before the game went to minus three. That under was sharp as attack if you took it, 209 and a half. Uh, I think when we did the pod, it was down to 208, 209, and then went down all the way to 207 and a half. So good job if you got the under there. Uh, but tonight we have Denver. Uh, those Denver Nuggets, those pesky Nuggets and the Lakers. Um, obviously, you remember uh, the Nuggets. They're just the team of destiny. They've had two straight comebacks from a 3-1 deficit. Um, and now they're playing the Lakers, who are rested. Uh, and the, to me, the rested situation is what's really important tonight. Um, the way that this line is going, uh, tickets are right down the middle, guys. I was, like, super excited to have a contrarian play. Either Publix all over Lakers because they're the Lakers and LeBron, or Publix all over Nuggets because they're crazy and covering all these numbers, but this is right down the middle. So, unfortunately, there's no contrarian value in what will be the only NBA game that's super heavily bet, so I'm a little, you know, a little salty about that. I wish we had a contrarian spot here. But, that being said, tickets are right down the middle. Public doesn't know whether to back Jamal Murray in the points or lay it with the Lakers, so it's 50-50 ticket count. So, anytime you have a 50-50 ticket count, what I do is look at the way the line moves, because in a vacuum... If the tickets are even, theoretically, the line shouldn't move at all. However, we did have a line move here. Um, the Lakers open minus 6.5, they're up to minus 7, even though tickets are split down the middle. So I have seen some smart money hit the Lakers minus 6.5. Obviously, this is very similar to the Clippers series where, um, you know, not huge public to the Nuggets, but Sharps on the Lakers, and let's see if they come, come through here. Um, I haven't placed the bet on this game yet. Um, I think the Lakers are sharp, and I do see a higher uh, money count on the Lakers, and I do see uh, some steam that came in at minus six and a half. Uh, since it's 50-50, it's a nine o'clock game. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait this one out and see where this late money breaks because it's right at seven. Um, if you see this start to come back down to six and a half, I would consider jumping on the Nuggets at seven before it falls. If you start to see this creep uh, even further to the Lakers. I'd consider jumping on the Lakers uh, before they before they creep up. And this is the importance of having multiple outs and shopping for the best line. So uh, early sharp move to the Lakers, but again, because it's your only bet of the night for NBA, see where it breaks late. That being said, pretty clear sharp underplay, guys. If you don't have a um, you know an edge on the spread, I would look at the the under here. Unders have been great. Playoff unders are around sixty percent. It opened at two twelve. It's down to two eleven. So you've seen this line fall, even though you have about two thirds of bets on the over. Uh, so I'm looking at a uh, I'm looking at a good spot here to back the under. Uh, Scott Foster and Tony Brothers, two of the most notorious refs around, they're actually pretty good to the over. That definitely scares me here. Um, but I think the way these playoff games, just watching them and the style, um, betting these unders to me a lot with these playoff games, it's like, okay, what's the line? Okay, I'm either going under or no play. That's the way these playoff uh, games have been played. So keep an eye on the under. Um, but I would also say if you like the Lakers, this is the thing about the Lakers that I give them uh, a bit of an edge. It's rest versus tired. Uh, the Lakers last played on September 12th. They've been off for six days. Uh, the Nuggets have played two straight Game 7 series, and they last played the 15th. So they've had three days off. But um, this is a big rest versus tired match for the Lakers. So 
I, I am a little bullish on the Nuggets in the series. I don't think they can win this series. Um, again, I could be proven wrong. They're a team of destiny. But I, I think, you know, this first game is just a bad spot for them being tired, whereas I think the Lakers, um, you know, are in a good spot being rested. The, the Lakers are minus 715 favorites. That's 87% implied probability to win this series. The Nuggets are plus 500. Um, but I think this sets up better for the Lakers in game one. I'm more bullish on the Nuggets later in the series um, when uh, when they're probably getting points here. But at this spot here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait it out. I like that under. Tell me where the, the last move breaks. And, um, and again, that rest first tired match is a big, big advantage to the Lakers. Uh, with that being said, wrapping up our first half of the pod. I know I rambled there, but it's a Friday. I uh, did some storytelling, wrapped up our, uh, our talk on bad beats and backdoor covers and hit a little NBA. Uh, but stick with us because right afterwards, um, take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk some MLB. There's 18 games in Major League Baseball today. It was a great night in MLB last night. My Bo Sox, uh, Tampa Bay, Baltimore under 6.5. The Yankees rolled. Uh, the Mets, ridiculous come from behind win. The Houston under. Uh, we're grinding, baby. We're grinding hard, and, uh, and I'm loving baseball. So stick with us. Got some doubleheaders as well. And we'll be right back for the second half of the Fade the Public Friday VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your host, Josh Applebaum. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, thank you for sticking with us. Again, uh, grinded our way in, in Major League Baseball yesterday. Pretty decent night there. I uh, love getting that Houston under late in the night. Mets came back, as we had mentioned. Uh, Tampa Bay, Baltimore under, and uh, and the Sox to start the day. That was a nice uh, reverse line move in their favor. Uh, let's talk the games for today. What are we looking at across the board? Uh, so there are 18 games. So we got some doubleheaders, remember. Um, more sweeps than splits, and game two favorites do well in general. Talking doubleheaders. First game on the board, St. Louis and Pittsburgh. This opened um, around minus 170 uh, for the Cardinals, and it's now up to, or minus 165, up to minus 170. I lean a little bit to the Cardinals, and it be, not because it's a public play, because you actually have a majority of bets uh, grabbing Pittsburgh, believe it or not. Um, they're getting more than half the tickets, but yet we're seeing the line move to St. Louis. So I know it's a big number, but it looks like kind of fade the trendy dog here with St. Louis, and I've seen some St. Louis uh, steam across the market and reverse line movement a little bit to the under as well um, to me the seven is key it opened at seven it's down to six and a half remember this is a game this is a seven inning game here um, I would only bet the under if you can get the seven I think you really need that number uh, but it is notable you had some under money and uh, a contrarian favor with St. Louis even though it's a big number uh, Philly and Toronto this is another is this a double header I don't I can't tell um, I think it is but this is a uh, pretty decent play if you want to back Toronto early. Tickets are about even here, but we've seen this line move a little bit toward the Blue Jays. It opened at a pick em, and now the Jays are getting closer to minus 110. So that's kind of notable. You're seeing that line movement uh, toward the Jays. Uh, so that, that line just opened. I would wait that one out a little bit. Um, but early on, you do see a little bit of movement toward the Jays in that one. Uh, this one's crazy to me. It, it's tough betting against the Chai Sox. Uh, I bet against them last night. Uh, Pretty sharp play, fade the trendy dog to Minnesota. And they, um, if anyone watched that game, um, there was this play where the uh, the Twins could have gotten out of it. And it was an Abreu hit kind of in the hole. And uh, Polanco throws to first and, Polan- and uh, Abreu beats it out and gets an infield single. And that changed everything, a run score. And they, you know, we lost that one, uh, whatever. Again, long story short, I hate betting against the Chai Sox. But um, Cincinnati Reds are really sharp today, guys. This is a 7-10 game. This opened at uh, kind of a pick 'em, or even you know minus 105 both sides, or I even see a book that opened uh, minus 108 slight to the White Sox. It's flipping to uh, to Cincinnati. Cincinnati is now minus 115, minus 117. Uh, that's a pretty sharp play to the Reds here. Um, so if you like, if you want to bet that game, I preface it by saying I hate betting against the White Sox, but that is a sharp line move to Cincy if they can steal a game there. Uh, keep on cruising. 
We have um, my favorite team to bet on, the New York Mets, baby. Mets have cashed, I think, three straight plays for me. And the funny thing with the Mets is they'll get down early or they'll just have an awful start and then roar back. And I tell you what, that Mets lineup, if they get any pitching, that lineup is deep, and I love that lineup. Um, so let's go Mets here. If you want to lay off this game, I totally get it. But this is a really big number, and I, I might take a shot on the Mets at home here. This opened uh, Atlanta Braves and Mets. The Braves were a, depending on where you look at, around a minus 180 favorite. They're down to around minus 160. So this is a big number. Uh, it's Mats against Freed. Obviously, Atlanta has the pitching advantage there. Um, but Mets with a little house money playing well, and I think that's just a big number. The kind of play you expect to lose, but getting the Mets plus 150 at home in a divisional game, high total, some reverse line movement in their favor, heavily bet spot. Uh, give me the Mets there. I'm going to sweat the Mets again. Yankees and Red Sox, um, greatest rivalry in sports, not what it used to be. Not like uh, 03, 04 when I was watching games with my dad. Uh, when I was a junior, senior in high school and felt like uh, every game was uh, the most important thing in the world. I hope one day we can get back to that. Um, but this, to me, is is a Yankee play, guys. Um, you know I'm a Sox fan, but this I wrote about this in the newsletter. This open minus 180 Yankees. It's all the way up to minus 200 even. I think you probably get a little natural buyback there. Um, it's a bad pitching matchup, Montgomery and Perez. Um, the Sox, uh, I wrote about this in the newsletter, like I mentioned, but so just some numbers here. Yankees are plus 54 run differential. Sox are minus 72. New York 26 and 15 as a favorite. Boston 12 and 27 as a dog. Sox are five and 15 against lefties and eight and 17 at home. So uh, Yankees are playing great. They won eight in a row. Um, that lineup is getting healthy, and um, and I see kind of an even ticket count, but yet a big line move to the Yankees. So if you want to lay it with the Yankees, I know it's a high number. I'm going Yankees or nothing in that one. Keep cruising. Casey uh, and Milwaukee. Doogie Hauser tonight, baby. Uh, real sharp play to back Milwaukee. Milwaukee open at home uh, around a minus 140 favorite. They're up to minus 160, and the tickets are even. But all this money is pouring in on Milwaukee. Uh, so I'll be making some beer with the beer makers tonight. Uh, let's get after it. Arizona and Houston, seeing another sharp under here. Open at 8. It's down to 7.5 at some books. I think the key here is got to get the 8. Um, and I don't know what it is about Houston. I don't want to jinx them, but they're playing a lot of these low-scoring games, uh, which is nice. So um, I, I'm going back to the well here. If I can get the 8, if it's down to 7.5, I lay off in situations like this. 6-2 um, games, something like that, you want to be able to push. But either way, Gallon against Grinky. Two good guys with the good ERAs, low ERAs. So I would go, uh, I'd go under there or nothing if you can get the eight, and then Minnesota and the uh, and the Cubbies see some value here on Minnesota. Um, this open Cubs and Hendricks around minus one thirty. They're down to minus one twenty, so the line is falling away from the Cubs toward uh, Minnesota, even though Cubs are uh, getting a majority of bets here at home. So pretty sharp line move there to the Twinkies. Um, Twinkies let me down yesterday. We're gonna get it back today, um, and then a couple more. This is the uh, the annual sound the alarm. Woo! Angels as a favorite, uh, my most hated team to bet on as a favorite. But here they are. Here they go again, sharp against Texas. They open minus 145. They're up to uh, minus 175. So I've seen a lot of steam come in on the Halos. The Halos are a team I freaking hate. Um, although they did cash yesterday, you saw a late move in their favor. I've seen steam hit the Angels today, guys. They're going up against Texas. A pitcher I've never heard of, Jay Herget. Herget? I don't even know who that is. Jimmy Jimmy Herget? What a name. Jimmy Herget, our boy. Uh, is going to get lit up today. Jaime Berea pitching for the Halos. It's actually been pretty good, 3.38 ERA. Um, but that's a good move to the Angels. So, again, 
uh, bet them as a favorite at your peril. Then last game of the night, look at the pods. Uh, public is actually grabbing Seattle, uh, but yet this line is moving to San Diego. And I think I think this game is actually being played in San Diego with all the, uh, the, the fires and the bad air in Seattle, I think. I might be wrong, but um, pretty good move to San Diego. They open minus 170. They're up to minus 180, even though they're only getting uh, less than half the tickets. So maybe a big number, and the public just says, give me Seattle there. But um, I'm getting San Diego uh, with a line move, with a reverse line move with more money, with Paddock on the mound. Uh, look at the uh, the pods. Um, pods are 8-8 eight and eight against lefties, so I thought they'd be better. They hit righties very well, 24-11. and 11. Um, But they've lost two in a row, and I think they're coming off a day off. So uh, give me the pods there in that one with Paddock on the mound. But big, big day, big day. Uh, any any Kerber enthusiasm fans out there? Big, big day um, in baseball, and I'm excited to sweat it all. Uh, wrapping up the the pod here today on a Friday, just a uh, a little um, a little you know update on these games here. Uh, I'm loving the Eagles here in the NFL, and remember, tune into the Lombardi line this weekend. We'll talk about them all. Philly open minus three. The line flipped all the way to Rams minus one and a half. It's now coming back to Philly even though they're only getting one out of four bets. I love this play here. I money-lined Philly when they were at a pick em. Um, So give me uh, Contrarian with some buyback here and um, Philly at home in a buy-low spot off a uh, off a bad loss where Rams are overvalued off a big win. Brad Allen is the referee here. He's pretty good to the home team. Um, so give me Philly. Philly is sharp as attack. And they, they are getting Lane Johnson and, um, and uh, what's his name? They're running back, Sanders back. So that, that's a good thing. Um, I'm seeing Carolina with a lot of smart money. Tampa Bay opened minus seven and a half. They got all the way up to nine, um, nine and a half. They're now coming back to Carolina. So Carolina will be a road division dog inflated line. And I, I don't believe in Brady and, and the Bucks yet. Um, Denver, I was looking at Denver plus seven and a half. It opened at Pitt minus six. It got up to seven and a half. You still see a seven and a half with the hook. Denver's pretty valuable. Uh, sharp money continues to pour in on the Atlanta Falcons. Dallas opened all the way at minus six. Six and a half, it's down to four. Um, could be a shootout there. Total rows 51 to 54. But Atlanta uh, getting, getting a sharp move there. Uh, the under San Fran and the Jets open 43 and a half. It's down to 41 and a half. Jets have a lot of guys out. San Fran might miss Kittle. Could be a low-scoring game in that one. Um, Buffalo-Miami, one of those lopsided games of the week. Buffalo getting almost eight out of ten bets. Uh, they opened They opened around, I'd say, minus four, four and a half, five. They got all the way up to six. Now they're starting to come back down. Um, I'm leaning Dolphins in that one. Divisional dog getting points. This one is crazy to me. We got to bet the Indianapolis Colts. I know this looks terrible. Um, how can you not take Minnesota plus three? But everyone's taking Minnesota plus three, and yet this line will not go to two and a half, and it's actually minus three, juiced up to minus 120, showing liability Colts. So that's a hold your nose and grab the Colts minus three. Uh, keep on cruising. Detroit in Green Bay, super contrarian to Detroit. Um, opened minus five and a half, got up to six and a half. Some books are coming back down to six, um, six and a half with Detroit. I lean there. Uh, New York Giants and Chicago digging the G-men here. This opened at minus six with Chicago. It's down to five and a half. Some books may go down to five. So uh, the G-men sooner rather than later. Uh, Jacksonville and Tennessee. I tell you what, I'm grabbing Tennessee Titans here. This is one of the most lopsided games of the week. Almost 8 out of 10 bets are saying, give me Jacksonville off a win with big points. And if you hit Jacksonville early when they're plus 10, plus 9.5, plus 9, then hey, ride that one out. But the more this line falls, I'm going to come back the other way and grab Tennessee. Um, it's all the way down to 7.5. Can we get down to 7? 
Can I can I fade the trendy dog here? Contrarian favorite with Tennessee. I'm gonna go the other way on that one. Uh, Washington and Arizona. Uh, I'm digging Washington in here. It opened minus seven with Carolina or uh, Arizona. Or open minus six and a half or minus seven. Um, it's down to six and a half. It's summit seven. Pretty much staying where it's at. Liability is still on that Washington side, but two thirds of bets on Arizona. Give me uh give me the not the skins. Give me the football team. Plus seven there, key number. Um, keep on cruising. The under in KC Chargers looks good. Uh, open at 50 down to 47 and a half. I'm loving the Patriots. Patriots, you never get them contrarian, getting points on a, in a primetime game. Buying low on the Pats, got them plus four. I think that open, it opened four or four and a half. It's going to go down to three and a half. Uh, give me the fourth Patriots contrarian Sunday night. And uh, I'm going to hold my nose and grab Vegas. Uh, Vegas Raiders, if you can get them plus six, that's the goal. Open minus five, up to six. Uh, even six and a half at some books. And Michael Thomas is out there. So uh, I'll be I'll be buying low on the Raiders, the Vegas Raiders on Monday night. But uh, we still have a couple days till then. But that's just where everything stands now. Make sure you uh, stick with us on the Lombardi line. We'll update you on everything. And, uh, and there you have it, guys. Uh, we grinded our way. I tell you what, this week was not easy. We had some up days, some down days, but we grinded. I think we're uh, I think we're slightly in the green, and that's the way it goes. It's it's never easy in this racket, so you just got to keep grinding every single day. Uh, but thank you all for tuning in, wrapping up another week here. It means so much to me that you guys listen to the pod and uh, and tweet me, you know, random things I forget I said on the pod. Then you tweet me uh, later and tell me it's great. So I'm loving the the community that we've created here. And that's a testament to you guys for putting the time uh, and being here with me on this journey. So thank you. Um, if you enjoy the pod, if, if it's helped you cash some bets, if you cashed on the Bengals, uh, if you cashed on the Mets last night or the Houston under or whatever, and you want to make it up to me, you cashed on the Red Sox and you, you want to say, hey, Josh, I appreciate the work you put in. Um, that would be very nice of you. And you know what you can do? You can buy my book. If you ever want to make me happy, the one thing you can do is buy my book. Uh, it's called The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. It's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. If you really enjoy it and you want to give it a good review and five stars on Amazon, that would really make me happy. Um, but, hey, Simon & Schuster doesn't doesn't promote me at all, so uh, i got to do it myself. Um, and, hey, it would mean a lot to me if you wanted to do it or tell a friend. But there you have it, guys. Wrapping up another week. I'll see you on the Lombardi Island this weekend. If not, uh, I'll be back doing the pod on Monday. Have a safe, happy, healthy, awesome weekend, profitable weekend. Remember, uh, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public. When you're walking into a bar on Thursday night, hopefully uh, wearing a mask, socially distanced, outside, staying safe, and when you see everyone cheering for the Browns, you know what that means? It means I want to be on the Bengals. So stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, have multiple outs, beat the closing line, always beat the closing line, uh, and remember, it's a grind. So when I see you at the Brook in New Hampshire or Twin River in Rhode Island or the Borgata in Jersey or Circa or South Point in Vegas, uh, when I, and when I see at the window and you show me that you show me that Bengals plus six ticket or you show me your uh, your flat contrarian sharp bet where you beat the closing line on whoever, um, guess what? I'll give you a pat on the back or an, or an elbow tap and uh, and first beer is on me. Have a great weekend, guys. Good luck and uh, and keep cashing, guys. Good luck and I'll see you on Monday.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.